0: Perhaps you're feeling weary today, or you may be overflowing with great joy. Is your heart hurting, filled with fear or sorrow? Friends, we want you to know that God's Word is able to wash over you and flood your thirsty soul because it is living water. Through His Word, our thoughts are guided toward peace, strength, comfort, courage, and gratitude as we walk one day at a time with God. This podcast is part of the global outreach of the Himmelreich Memorial Christian Library. Welcome to Walk with God. My name is Brenda and we're glad you've joined us today. Over the past few weeks, Walt and I have been teaching through the Old Testament book of Haggai. You know, every time I read through this book, I'm reminded that the prophet delivered God's message to the people in Jerusalem but these words are still very applicable in our lives, and for our choices today, it is God's Word.
1: And you know, even as you, you say, our choices today, um, it reminds me of the words from a children's song, and it goes like this. I'm just going to re- quote the first verse, and then, and then the next verse is just the key line. It goes like this, "'Oh, be careful, little eyes what you see.'" Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. For the Father up above, He is looking down in love. So be careful, little eyes, what you see. And then the next stanza is Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. Followed by Oh, be careful, little tongue, what you say. Oh, be careful, little hands, what you do. Oh, be careful, little feet, where you go. And listen to this one Oh, be careful, little heart, whom you trust. Oh, be careful, little mind what you think, and who you hear, and where you go, and how you you do or don't do what the Lord has called you to do. Um, it's t- to be careful. Um, it's to be intentional. It doesn't happen accidentally. For the Father up above is looking down. Um, are you obeying me? Are you following my teachings? And that's what God's calling on this people.
0: And you know, as well shares that, we are reminded that. The Lord here in Haggai's second chapter gives the message for purity, for priority of following his ways, and he's going to share a principle for holiness. So let's begin today, Haggai 2, verses 10 and 11. On the 24th of the ninth month, in the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to Haggai the prophet, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, ask now the priests for a ruling. Well, here we have it again while well, we see a date. We, yeah. we remember we looked back at August 29th was when that first message came. God calls his people to step away, step back from your disobedience. And here we are on the 24th of the ninth day that is December 18th of that year 520 BC. And so it's time for those early rains to begin. They may have, may have started sometimes late in November, but, but by December, it is raining. And that is to bring to those seeds that are planted and allow them to get that moisture, the rain, so that they'll germinate and become the crops that will grow and be harvested in the next year. And once again the Lord has a message for his people. Over this span of four short months, from August 29th now to December 18th, a message comes and he wants them here in this third sermon that has been delivered. And Haggai is now to take this message to the people. I want to just point out, while you've been sharing over these past weeks but here again in verse 11, and, and I actually took some time to, to look through the chapter, the Lord of hosts, this is the Lord of heaven's armies, and he says, ask the priest for a ruling. So this is a message, the Lord says, I want you to know, I am over all, I am the leader of the armies of heaven and god is calling on the priests to do their intended ministry teaching the nation how to walk well with god and, and that even might be a
1: situation where as as hagia the prophet of god is calling on the priests of god Um, help this people to know what they're supposed to do. And I'm going to show you respect by asking you this question. And really, actually, he has a couple of questions that he asks them, and that begins in verse 12. He says, If a man carries holy meat in the fold of his garment, and he touches bread with the fold of his garment, or cooked food, or, or wine, or oil, or any other food, will that food become holy? So in other words, I'm carrying holy meat, I'm consecrated to the Lord, I bump up against something else. By by merely touching that other thing, well, does the other thing become holy? And the priest answered, no. Then Haggai asked a second question, he said, if one who is unclean from a corpse touches any of these, will the later become unclean? And the priest answered, it will become unclean. Unclean. Just to make clear what this is illustrating, um, it's illustrating that something impure does not become pure when touched by something pure. But also, something that's pure can become impure if it's touched by something that's impure. And the big idea is purity is not easily spread. Um, it's intentional. It, it requires something. But impurity... But godlessness can be easily spread unless the, the people of God are hearing the teaching of the Word of God and they're being called to that. That's, that's that whole illustration. And, and we're introduced to this thought of something becoming holy. It, um, the holy meat is being carried in the fold of his garment. And um, will the, the food become holy? This, this whole principle um, it involves the Hebrew word kadosh, And remember, Brenda, we we taught on Isaiah 6 God doesn't have exclamation points. So that when he wants you to know something, he repeats it multiple times. And now this is the two times in a row in just this one verse we're said this is important about holiness or kadosh. Um God introduces is introduced in heaven as the holy, holy. Holy God of the heavens and the universe, and and that kadosh, kadosh,
0: kadosh is important. Well, I want to ask you a question because as we were working through this passage, uh, you explained to me, and we just in conversation, you were explaining uh, about God coming to the priest here, and and you slightly alluded to it as you came into verse twelve. But would you expand on that for us? Why, why is God sending this message right now through Haggai to the priest?
1: And I think part of that is even given to us um, in the background of this story. For, for over 15 years, these people had not been doing what God had called them to. Were the leaders challenging him to do that? Were the spiritual leaders who should have been the spiritual authorities in the nation? Were they saying, "Hey, we got we got to get serious about this. We've got to get moving in the right direction," and they'd been listening to the wrong voices. They'd been listening to the people around them, the nations around them, that said, "Yeah, you don't need to build the temple. You don't need to rebuild the city walls. You need you're just fine the way you are. Um, just go about your life, and 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 things will be good." and and Haggai is telling the, the priest, get involved. Um, help lead this people spiritually where they need to. I, I am, I'm watching my country, the United States of America. And, and even as I say that, I'm reminded there are 26 other nations represented and people listening to this podcast regularly. And uh, we're so thankful for you. But, but even in, in, in my country, there's been a battle over what is true truth. What is really true? How can I know something? How do I can I know what it's really is intended the way I should live? And that's found in the Word of God. I'm just reminded in, in John um in Jesus' high priestly prayer at the end of the, the gospel of John, um, he comes to his own and he says, Father, sanctify or set them apart or make holy um, my people with the truth. And then he gives this huge exclamation thy word is truth.
0: And so as you even share that thanks just for that insight there I I found that was really helpful in understanding why all this all of a sudden here in chapter 2 the priests are being addressed but then if we we go from verses 12 and 13 where these questions are asked to the priests and of course we knew how they would answer because they're going to answer of course according to their priestly role their priestly duty The interesting piece now that takes place in 14 is Haggai, he's listened to the priests, the people are listening in as this message is delivered, right? Haggai says, so is this people, and so is this nation before me, declares the Lord, and so is every work of their hands, and what they offer there is unclean, and so they go Matt Haggai gives them this example, these questions, right, to the priest, and then he turns and says, and so are the people, and so is the nation.
1: Yeah, this is the application. It's not just a principle. It's been played out in front of this people. It's been played out in this nation. Every work of their hands, what they have been doing, has not been blessed because they've been disobedient for for these years they've been they've been working supposedly for their advancement but nothing came out of it i want you to understand um god will not bless he does not bless um people that that know the right thing to do and don't do it
0: and so when i look at 14 how easy and i think a step that i should take that each of us should take but so is put your name in there, so is this people, put your name there, so is this nation, put your nation in there, and then so is every work of their hands, what they offer is unclean. And certainly as followers of Jesus Christ, we want the work that we offer to be acceptable to the Lord but, but our heart has to be in the right place. Our attitude has to be in the right place. And so um, then in verse 15, the message is, but now do consider from this day onward before one stone was placed on another in the temple of the Lord. And so I pause here and I ask this question. We're sinners. We are all sinners. We are not holy we need a Savior, so how can we become holy and acceptable to the Lord? How can our work be acceptable?
1: Well, even as you say that, it's funny, I, I wasn't planning to say this, but it came to my head, um, just the whole um, aspect of a song, trust and obey, uh, trust and obey for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, to be happy in the Lord, to be content in who you are than to trust God's Word, have faith, and then obey it. And that's what the people need to do. They need to not look at these previous 16 years where they haven't been blessed, and things have been really hard, and, and, and they don't have a sense of peace, and they don't have a sense of purpose. Holiness requires that effort and that care and that focus. And so focus in, people. Listen up. Trust what the prophet is saying and obey it. And when you trust and obey, um, you'll be happy in the Lord. You'll be happy in Jesus, only trust and obey. So so whatever these people offered, it was defiled from from times gone past. But now, quite clearly, God basically wants them to... To put a, 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 an end to, to their thinking of the past and to get ready for a new thinking and that God is going is going to bless them. We'd say in Texas, God's fixing to bless them, and, and that just reminds us that, that when attitudes are wrong, um, nothing given to God is really acceptable. Um, God doesn't need anything from us, and when our attitudes are wrong and we think we're just checking a box so that we get God's approval, that's not going to happen. So whenever these people offered, was was defiled. And from the early times, it was quite clear that God wanted hearts, not just their hands. He wanted their hands. He wanted their hearts. He wanted their heads. He wanted every part of them. Love the Lord your God with all your what? Your heart, your soul, your mind. With everything you've got, love the Lord your God. God desires obedience, trusting and obeying trusting, having faith that what he said is true, and then obeying, that's more important than sacrifice. And and they're going to build this temple, and they're going to reinstitute sacrifices. But God says, if you do this, and you don't really address the issues of your heart, you will fall short of, of the holy standard he's set.
0: And it also just reminds me, as you're saying that, you know, that that sentence you just said god basically wanted their hearts not not just their hands and so it's that idea where don't don't bring your sacrifices don't don't do all the work all the jobs working with your hands and uh we like to say god created us to be human beings that we would believe in him as a human being with our heart our soul our mind not we 're not human doings, right yeah, and so yeah. god god wants he wants our heart first, he desires obedience
1: and apart from God, remember um holiness can 't be achieved it's it 's not it requires effort, but it it requires effort to be in in union with in concert with um, this holy spirit, the spirit of God that empowers us. Um so again, these principles, and as we head to head to heart, holiness cannot be easily transmitted through just casual contact that 's not how people become holy; they have to yield themselves, purity and holiness takes effort and discipline to the power of the holy spirit but and we see this in in our world around us, impurity, unholiness. Un- lack of righteousness is easily spread through mere casual contact. Um, impurity is easy. <laughs> I mean, imp- impurity happens all the time. People do that which is right in their own minds. But holiness takes intention. Holiness takes effort and prioritization. All of that is really important. And and that begs the question, What so what's one area of your life that needs to become more holy? And going back to our opening songs, is it in your speech? Is it in what you're looking at? And there's such profane things to look at in the Internet. Are you dabbling in that? Is it in your actions to others? Oh, be careful, little hands, what you you do. And then just, oh, oh, be careful, little mind, what you trust. I mean, all of this is involved in, in... intentionally saying I, I want to I want to be more holy. I want to be more Christ like this year than I was last year. I want this to be this best spiritual year of my life. And I've now been walking with the Lord for almost forty four boy am I getting older what? No forty four years. Mm-hmm. Oh my heavens. And yet I should still want to have the desire that each and every year I want to walk closer to the Lord. I want to be more like
0: Jesus. I want to be more holy right and as you say that it also draws you know just my heart into how do we learn to become more holy it's it's making that choice am i what am i going to sit down and read you know am, do i do i take that opportunity to read over even just one bible verse uh, that I'm reviewing, I'm trying to memorize, do I have a passage? Do I have a a plan of how I'm working my way through the Bible in a year, working my way through a book at a time? And then I think what even as you were saying, you know what am I looking at? You know when I'm on my my internet, you know there's there are great podcasts out there there's There's a lot of good podcasts we can be listening to with our ears. There are also good things uh, as far as music that put better lyrics and words you know, into our minds and our hearts and shaping our character. So am I careful? In other words, am I taking care of what I see, hear, say, and do? And God calls us to walk in obedience to live a life that brings glory and honor to his name and i'm reminded of the verse in romans 6:22 that says but now you are free from the power of sin now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life lead to holiness and will result in eternal life romans 6:22 and friends until our next time together May you continue to walk with God. Thank you for joining us as we walk with God. This is Brenda McCord. Walt and I are thankful for this opportunity to participate with the Awakening in America and outreach of the Himmelreich Memorial Christian Library.